This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hi, I'm Mitchell Walker, and when I'm not teaching people how to find hidden money, I'm out stacking Benjamins. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and you know, I woke up today, jumped out of bed, and came right to the basement because it's Black Friday week. We'll tell you about deals and teach you how not to get ripped off during this big week of holiday shopping. Today, we'll focus on the hottest deals in tools, kitchen supplies, clothing, toys, and more with special guest Regina Conway from Slick Deals. Plus, Pfizer CEO is in the news after selling a bunch of shares right after it surged. Should somebody trade in their tie for an orange jumpsuit? Just asking, we'll clarify what really happened. And finally, we'll toss out the Haven Lifeline to Greg, who has a question about peer-to-peer lending. Should you consider adding this to your investment holdings? And my Black Friday trivia will not disappoint. And now, two guys who had better take advantage of this time with Regina to score me some sweet gifts. It's Joe and O-J-J-J-J-G. are Doug just you wait we are scoring the gift of love today hey everybody welcome to another episode and another week of episodes of the stacking Benjamin show I'm Joe Salci hi average Joe money on Twitter and here dressed in his Black Friday week finest ready to do some shopping it's Mr. OG as he looks across the card table and sees me with the disheveled just rolled out of bed hair uh, but I've been up for a while. I just, you know, I can't go to the haircut place, the barber. Maybe haircut place. Yeah, I can't go to the haircut place. So no, but I do like the wing in the back. It's nice. I was little. No, I seriously I was thinking about pulling us all sea high and just. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, I seriously have some hair FOMO going on because I, I, I mean, wish I my hair would put mine in a ponytail. It's so long. I wish my hair would make a wing. A top knot. Back during COVID stuff, when we were in Vermont and I hadn't had a uh, uh, haircut in like five weeks, Cheryl said to me, she's like, I can't believe you have almost no hair and the back is still standing up. (laughs) (laughs) The little tiny hairs going the wrong way. And you could, you could see. No offense taken, sweetheart. Man, you ready? Got the credit card out, ready to go do some shopping below the budget for the year. Make sure that, uh, yeah, a little retail therapy. Yeah, I was talking to my oldest. I said, uh, hey, what's on your Christmas list? He goes, ah, yeah, it's nothing, Dad. And I'm like, well, you got to tell me. He goes, okay, fine. I'd like an iPhone 12, a PlayStation 5, and a new Xbox. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, so let's assume none of those are going to happen. What else would you like to get? He goes, <laughs> I guess a pair of socks. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you're going to get. Uh, what's great is I know that conversation really happened. I know that really, you are not oh, lying. He and he's kind of like, well, maybe, maybe I, I, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of danced around it for a second. Maybe dad's goes, not okay. messing with me this time. Maybe, maybe I can tell dad really what I want without him messing with yeah. me. Not a and chance. Then, and then kid. after that, he goes, okay, fine. A Lamborghini when I turn 16. He's like, you said I can put it all out. I said, you got to put it all in the universe, dude. There you it never is. know what's going to come back around. Yes. And then go knock on the neighbor's door. Start. Yep mowing grass yeah yeah five dollars a lawn and you have two thousand dollars worth of crap you want to buy lamborghini's more than two thousand 
Just well, saying. True. We got a great show. We got Regina Conway coming down to the basement to talk Black Friday deals, how not to get ripped off. And by the way, for those of you that don't know, OG and I completely kidding about running. Please don't run up your credit cards. That's why we have Regina on well, if you today. Do, just go crazy. I mean, like, don't, don't, don't be at like 30% and then feel bad. Like be at 130% and get the letter from the credit report place that says you've exceeded your credit limit. If you're going to feel bad, feel collections level bad. Exactly. <laughs> do it, Make do, it hurt. Do so you it, never do it again. Do it that way. I taught myself a lesson, Mrs. OG, when she sees all the stuff at your front door. I was yeah. teaching us a lesson about credit. Yeah, don't do this. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show, our stacking Benjamin's headlines. Our first headline, man, man, did this one look bad when it hit, comes to us from msn.com, uh, written by Jesse Hellman. Pfizer CEO sold 5.6 million in stock the day the vaccine news hit. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh-roge. That, that sounds like something you're not supposed to do, OG. Ruh-roh-roge. Uh, for people that don't know, if you run a company and you know of things that are coming up, you are not allowed to trade based on that news. Yeah, even if you don't run it, even if you're just a high up person uh, within those organizations. Yeah, if you uh, if you had access to the news at all. Uh, they, they call it material non-public information. That's the fancy. And believe it or not, OG, that is not at all what happened here. There will be no orange jumpsuit because here's what really happened. Which I actually oh, there think there might be an orange jumpsuit, but I know what you're going to say. Which I actually think is pretty good, pretty good planning. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla sold 5.6 million worth of his company stock a couple of weeks ago in a pre-planned sale on the same day it released promising results from a COVID-19 vaccine trial. The sale was part of a plan authorized by Borla in August to sell the shares once they hit a predetermined price. Pfizer shares hit $41.94 a piece Monday after the company announced its experimental COVID-19 virus was more than 90% effective at protecting people from the virus. Borla sold 132,508 shares, which amounts to about 5.6 million. He still owns more than 80,000 shares of Pfizer. The next sentence, I think, OG, is the point of the story. It is standard for executives to sell their stock at predetermined prices to diversify their portfolio. This is not even the work probably OG of the CEO. This is probably the work of a financial planner, right? Making sure that you don't load up on one company stock and doing it in a way that doesn't go outside the law. Yeah. I mean, you can't help but load up in your company stock if you're the CEO of Pfizer. I mean, that's largely your compensation. Ultimately, when it comes to this situation, whether you're the CEO of a fortune 50 company like he is, or if you're just somebody who's accumulating money in your employee stock purchase plan at 7,000 bucks a year, 10,000 bucks a year, 25,000 bucks a year, or you get restricted shares as a part of your compensation, you need to have a plan every so often for how you're going to execute the divestiture of those shares. Otherwise you end up falling into the trap of, yeah, I think that we're going to have a good quarter. So I'll just wait until dot, dot, dot. And that's just market timing by a different name. You well, know, when you get the employee stock purchase plan, sorry, I was just going to say, if you get an employee stock purchase plan, you know, you're already getting a 15, 20% discount. That's the win. It's that plus, you know, Hey, if it goes up 5% over the next two years, I, you know, I, I made 25% of my money, get out of it, like sell it and reinvest that money. Well, so I was thinking either, either that happens where your market timing or the other happens, which is the top, you never sell waiting for that better day, waiting to market time, and the stock goes in the toilet for whatever reason, and you end up uh, having to pick a day. By the way, you can look at this online. There are places, I believe, on uh, Yahoo Finance, you can go, and that's not the only place. I believe CNBC lets you do this. You can look at company stocks, and you can see insider executive trading. Now, people listening might go, I heard insider trading, that's illegal. Insider trading's not illegal, but insider traders often run a foul, not often, but they run a foul of the law because they don't follow specific rules. And one of the rules are they have to tell people publicly when they sold and when they, when they bought shares. So you can watch and you can always tell a financial plan when I go in and look because they're selling money off either every quarter or twice a year. And it's happening like clockwork. 
whenever I see these clockwork trades, I know that it's not that person. In most cases, it probably isn't that person. It probably is their financial planning team doing what you're talking about, what people should do if they have an employee stock purchase plan. They get inheritance and a lot of it's one stock. They are taking it and selling it off a little piece at a time. So they're not trying to market time one day. Yep. And that's really the key to it is it eliminates the guesswork. You might be right, you might be wrong, but it's just like dollar cost averaging, just the opposite way. We have no problem dollar cost averaging our money in. Why don't we dollar cost our money out? Why don't you say, okay, I'm going to put it in at this frequency, and then when it's time to take it out, I'm going to take it out in this frequency. Here's a little quiz question for you, Joe. Remember back in the deepest, darkest moments of- Oh, that's not today? The market. (laughs) The market pullback, deepest, darkest moments. Yes. So March the 23rd, you have- $10,000 that you can deploy in one of two places. You can deploy all of that money into the company that is going to be the first to announce that their virus vaccine is 90% effective. Okay. That's Pfizer. Or you can be super boring and just put it in a globally diversified mutual fund. 10,000 bucks for the win. What do you think? And you got to put yourself in March 23rd time frame. So this is the market's down 35%. Somebody says, I know what company is going to produce the vaccine for this. And it's when they announce the vaccine, it's going to be 90% effective. And you're telling and me the name of that company. You're saying it's going to be Pfizer. It's going to be Pfizer. I guarantee it. It's March 23rd. I already oh, know this information. You can easy. dump your money there or you got to do the boring diverse. No, I'm going to load up on Pfizer. Loading it up. Pfizer since March 23rd is up 31%. Your globally diversified mutual fund is up 61. There it is. There it is. Our second headline uh, comes to us from investment news. By the way, maybe the Pfizer CEO not going to jail. Maybe it's good planning. Here's a dude, though, on the run from the law. Missing radio advisor escalated fraud before bolting, according to the SEC. Oh, boy. We radio advisors need to stick together. You might not want to get too close to this guy. It sounds like I don't. Yeah. No, this guy not doing anything, anything good. A missing financial advisor based in Atlanta raised a total of $10 million from clients and accelerated his purported fraudulent scheme in the days before disappearing near the end of September, according to a complaint filed last week by the Securities and Exchange Commission. The advisor, Christopher W. Burns, 37 years old, was charged with one count of mail fraud in October by the FBI, according to the new complaint by the SEC. Burns and his related businesses sold $10 million of promissory notes from February 2017 to this September, promising rates as high as, we talked about this, what, a week or two ago? How do people do this? Rates as high as 20%. Nice. And he, quote, became even more brazen as he increased the sale of his notes, according to the SEC. The day before he disappeared, that last week, he raised 320000 and he withdrew all but $75 of that money into his personal bank account, according to the SEC. At the time of his disappearance, Burns understood that he was under investigation by the SEC, according to the complaint. Burns had found out that he was being investigated, moved all the money into his own personal account. He's gone, man. He is gone. Okay. Good luck with that. Two ends badly for you, Mr. Burns. It, well, yes, it's going to end badly for him no matter what. But the two things that drive me crazy here, when you hear an advisor tell you, look you in the eye and promise you a return, that is not true. I guarantee that that is BS. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some fixed annuities out there that pay a set return, but it ain't going to be 20. If they tell you a guaranteed return, they will say, this is a fixed product. That means it gets a guaranteed rate. That means because it's guaranteed, it's not going to be very high because the word guarantee never comes with cha-ching attached. And it's going to be 3%, which by the way, right now, OG is great compared to a money market. Yeah. Well, those things don't exist either. I mean, look at your treasuries. If you go to the bank and you put your money in your CD or you put your money in your savings account, what do you, what is the bank guaranteeing you? Right. 0.06. Yeah. Six tenths of a percent. (laughs) That's their guarantee. You know already that the, that the stock market averages over time 10 So if you're going to get 10, what do you have to participate in in order to get the 10? You have to be okay with participating in the minus 57s. 
that happen because that's the only way that you get the average of 10, right? Because if you're out of the minus 57, you're also going to be out of some other numbers. So you wouldn't average 10. So if you want to average 10, you have to participate with a minus 57. That was the recession in 2008, 2009 time period or 35% in 17 training days like this or this year. So if you're going to get something that is purportedly going to do 20%, those investments exist. They do. But what's the other end of that stick? The other end of that stick is not, and it'll probably come in somewhere between 18 and 22. No, no. It'll come in between zero. You lose all your money and 50. <laughs> like that's how that has to work. Otherwise, why wouldn't everyone else be doing it? Yeah. If you right? stumble like, on something that seems too good to be true. It has to be. It absolutely has to be. There's so much information out there and the internet is full. Technology is full of immediate data for everything all the time. It already exists. Everyone already knows about your cool idea. Which, which brings up the second point here, which is if the advisor wants you to invest in something that has the advisor's name on it, these are promissory notes from the advisor and his company. That's another red flag. A good advisor, by the way, is not just going to talk about investments. There's a big difference between some investment picker person and a good financial advisor. Good financial advisor doesn't just go pick your mutual funds for you. That's not what they do. They make sure everything dovetails. But when they're talking about your investments, they should say words like, let's put this money in this fidelity fund, meaning there's a third party AKA fidelity. Who's going to manage that money. Let's put this with dimensional funds. Let's put this money at T row price. Let's do this at TIAA. There's a third party that you've heard of before, or if you haven't heard of before, OG to your point, you can look up online and know that it's a reliable third party who manages money for not just you, but for a lot of different people. Don't get, don't get sucked into a promissory note from your advisor. Which is basically just him promising that he's going to leave the country with your money. Right. That's the fine print probably in there. <laughs> he's just promising that he's going to show up on the, take all of this. I promise I'm going to be a stacking Benjamin's headline. SEC's complaint alleges the lending program was a sham. I think we covered that. And that Burns spent the money he raised to fund his lifestyle. That included, by the way, a million dollar lake house, a boat and cars, as well as business expenses and payments to earlier investors, which is, Ponzi scheme, right? Oh, that works. Yeah. I think our takeaways here are twofold. Number one is CEO makes a big payday when the stock hits a high. I think a lot of journalists rushing to judgment on this one as well, OG, because that was a salacious looking headline when I clicked it. I'm like, wow, this guy's stepping in it. And then I went, oh, this is just good financial planning at work. And second, Bad financial planning at work means you're looking for a 20% return, which doesn't exist, and handing a check to your advisor for a promissory note, not, not a great strategy. Make sure you have good third-party investments with companies that you can track online handling your money. We're so happy to have our friend Regina Conway coming back to the basement. She is a consumer savings expert with a passion for helping people save money. And if you've ever been to their website, Slick Deals, you know that they are scouring the web this week looking for the best deals and also to keep you away from some of the deals that might not be so good. So she was here with us last year. It was so great. We were so happy that she could come back for another year. Regina Conway helping us get into Black Friday week. And joining us again, I'm so excited because this means that our holiday week has begun. Regina Conway joins us from Slick Deals. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. Well, so for me, this is kind of party time, Regina, but for you, this is like sweat all the time, work 24-7. I can't imagine all the deals you're seeing coming in from around the universe. 
that's true. And it's been an unusual year, you know, as with everything in 2020, COVID-19 has really changed the landscape of how Black Friday is happening this year. So we've been seeing Black Friday level deals throughout the entire month of November. And now we're really in that sort of thick of it where consumers maybe are turning their attention to it more. And we expect to see those deals continue through the holiday shopping season. Is, is this a time then where people don't need to wait? I mean, if, if you want to get your shopping done early, you're going to see deals as good today as you will on Friday? In some cases, in fact, in select instances, there have even been deals earlier in the month that maybe are stronger than what some of the retailers are advertising for Black Friday. Now, that's true every year. Sometimes you'll see something listed as a deal. You know, for example, Best Buy has an ad scan of 144 pages. There's no way that every product listed in there is actually a good deal. So it is one of those things where you do need to do your research ahead of time. You do need to look for those products that you're looking for. But there are still wonderful deals to be had, not only on Black Friday itself, but throughout this upcoming season. What does do your research mean? Does that mean to do a quick uh, Google or Bing search to see what the price is in multiple areas? Or do you guys take care of that at Slick Deals for us? What does that mean? That's the great part about tapping into a community like Slick Deals. We have 12 million users who are out there vetting and voting up the very best deals at any given time. So if you're looking for something, a great place to start is on our search bar. And you can look at the historic track record, see if there's anything that's available that matches the criteria that you're interested in, and just see what the community says about it. You know, they'll break prices down on to the level of price per piece of toilet paper. So um, <laughs> definitely a very savvy community. And even, you know, some of those products where you you might be unsure, is this something that's just being released for Black Friday? You can really get a sense of what the value of it is behind that. Those people that do that, by the way, whenever I'm on your site, those are my kind of people. We have a sound that we added to our board since last year. You'll like this one, Regina. Like we love those people. They are our kind. But my brother-in-law is one of those people. And I'll tell you, he always sends me to slick deals. He's like, hey, check this out. You can get this for Cheryl. You got this. Mm -hmm. Like, stay away, dude. I'm trying to hang on to some money. Well, and it's not just it's not just those Black Friday deals. I mean, I tap into it all the time for things like snacks for, you know, I have two young daughters. And so snacks are always at a premium in this household where we're always raiding the pantry. So anything that, you know, comes up and, and matches sort of our nutritional needs and uh, will satisfy them. I'm, I'm buying those deals usually. Well, let's get to the part that I'm always looking forward to. Uh, Regina, take me on a tour of where the hotness is this year. One of the hottest categories that we're actually seeing this year is in the home improvement space. And we've always seen deals that happen with the home improvement retailers, but the community is really rallying behind some of these. I think, you know, we're, we're attributing a lot of that to the fact that people have want, spent more time in their homes. Yeah. They're looking to make those improvements, and now those deals are really available. So not only are those deals being voted on as some of the top-level deals, but they're also we're seeing the outclicks on them from users. And things like um, ladders at Home Depot are even trending above some of those traditional deals that you would see, like the TV deals and whatnot, which are still performing well as, also. But that home improvement category overall is really hot this year. Uh, uh, give me a few of them that you really like. Sure. So uh, one of the ones that I'm actually getting, so there's a step stool uh, at Home Depot. It's a gorilla ladder step stool. It's for $9.88, normally about $30. So something that's great just to have around the household when you need to reach up and, to, you know, you don't need that big, you don't want to pull out the big ladder, but you just want something to reach out to. I got to um, give that one, by the way, to Cheryl, because uh, she's so short and I end up being the step stool guy. And our new house has all these really high shelves. So I found myself lately doing that. So for 10 bucks, I don't have to be the go fetch it guy anymore. That's pretty, there you go. Helps it everybody. So it's easy. You can just store it off to the side somewhere. Anytime she asks you, you pull that out. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. What else do we have? Uh, there's also a tabletop tile saw for $99. The regular price is $219. And typically if you're doing it, something that, where you need a tile saw, it's less expensive to just rent it for the weekend. But in this particular case, that $99 is probably about what you'll spend on a rental. So if you have some home improvement co projects coming up, that could be worth it. Wow. That's fantastic. Where are we headed next? Uh, so outside of home improvement, um, we are seeing just in general some really hot deals on tabletop appliances. This is a category that has historically done well on Black Friday. It ranges from the you know uh, $2 deals at Kohl's, where after you buy the product and you send in for a mail-in rebate, you can get a coffee maker or a toaster for around $2. Wow. They're not necessarily the highest level quality uh, products, but I have to say I bought a toaster 
probably about six years ago at around that price and it's still working. So if you're just looking to sort of supplement those kitchen goods and you don't necessarily want to go out and buy that high level product, those are really good options. Macy's also has a Black & Decker glass bowl chopper that's doing really well with our community. It's very popular. The sale starts on November 24th and it's going to be $3.99 and it's normally about $45. So really deep discounts as far as the tabletop appliances go. That's one of those categories where you can see those 60, 70, 80% off deals on Black Friday. Well, as I think about this, I mean, a big thing in our community is spend lavishly on the things that you care about and don't spend on things that you don't. When it comes to my toaster, I mean, Hey, if it gives out a little quicker and I only spent two bucks on it, that's a fantastic thing that lets me spend money in other places. Right. And in some cases it is one of those things where you look at the value over time. So the cheapest isn't always the best option because you might end up having to replace it over and over again, but for $2, that's less than a cup of coffee that you would go out and buy. So it's really it's worth it. Even if you have to replace it in a year or two, you're not spending that much on it. I'm going to use you Regina as my personal shopper because uh, I need a steamer. Have you seen a good deal on a vegetable steamer? I will have to look that specific <laughs> one up, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was one out there because there certainly are a lot of options on those appliances. I should have told you that one ahead of time. I shouldn't have ambushed yeah. you with that. I, but. Don't, I don't have it at my fingertips. We have a lot of deals coming at us all, all at once, but uh, I definitely can get back to you on that one. <laughs> well, like I was telling you before we getting ready to record, I spent the morning on the site and I mean, you're, th there's just so many things to sort through. There's just, just absolutely so much this year. Uh, where are you taking me next? So the next one is in the Christmas trees, the artificial Christmas trees. And this one, normally we would say hold off on that Christmas decor until January, to, if not after Christmas, where you're seeing those 75% off discounts. But what I've noticed in past years, in recent years, is really that these retailers are trying to clear out this merchandise ahead of time. So by the time you go shopping after Christmas, you're really looking at a pretty limited inventory, not to mention that because people are spending more time at home this year and maybe they're looking to make those improvements, there are some good options that are on sale around Black Friday. We've seen a lot of different ones. I actually bought, um, we have a rental property, so we bought a six-foot pre-lit Christmas tree from Target for $30, normally $60. There's a seven-and-a-half-foot one at Home Depot right now that's also quite robust. It's normally $200. It's listed for $80 for Black Friday. So maybe not the bottom price that you can get on this, but if you need something ahead of Christmas and you're really just looking to get that quality, you can find those great deals right now. I remember how excited my daughter was when Cheryl got a little tree for her room. I just mm -hmm. thought that was cool because she had the family tree and she had her own little tree. And uh, even when she moved out, that tree went right with her. So they're saying put up your Christmas decorations now. I mean, we're, <laughs> I guess we're getting into we're officially into that season where it's OK. But I, I've had the Christmas music on since <laughs> I don't even know. I think it was after Halloween this year. Usually it's after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I wanted to put up my Christmas lights in July. Let's just put it that way. I just, it, it, and you know, what? It, it had nothing to do, Regina, with the holiday. It had to do with, let's get 2020 over with. Like That's it. <laughs> let's push it along. <laughs> That's really cool. All right. Where are we going next? Toys. So toys is another one of those sort of strange categories where generally we do see those deepest discounts the first two weeks of December. And you'll likely continue to see some of those this year. But if you're looking for a hot item or, you know, there's been concern around the possibility of shipping delays for the holidays, um, as we may potentially have, you know, more situations where people are looking to stay at home more as we get into the winter season, it really is a matter of if you're looking to have that item in time, don't wait to save two or three dollars down the road. What you can also do is always look at those return policies. So if you're planning to purchase something, just make sure that there's free shipping to return the product if you don't use it. And if you're not planning to gift it until the holidays, if you find a better deal down the road, you can buy it or ask for a price adjustment. Are there any, you know, I'm hearing all the hotness around the new gaming systems, right? Nobody can get those. But are there any other, my kids are too old, Regina, any other hot toys that people are really excited about this year? The gaming systems are that one. And if there's anything that's comparable to a doorbuster deal, it's not even about the price. It's about whether or not people can actually yeah. get that product. Most stores are not encouraging in-store promotions. GameStop does actually have a, they've announced that they'll have two of each of the hot consoles, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X in each of their stores starting at 7 a.m. on Black Friday. So they are 
one of the retailers that does actually have an in-store promotion, but other retailers like Best Buy, Target have said that they should have a limited stock on Black Friday for those as well, but you actually need to order online first and then pick it up in store if you can even get it. So you're better off camping out online than you are in line waiting to get in. Well, I don't know that I want to be in line anyway. I was, and this is a horrible joke, but I was joking with somebody the other day that you think everybody like bathes in sanitizer before they have the big brawl that we see on YouTube? I, I, Truly doubt it, but <laughs> that, that's, I'll be avoiding those crowds for sure. I prefer online shopping in general. It's my thing. So this is, you know, if anything, I don't have to go brave the crowds this year. <laughs> but I've seen, you know, and they they have this just for me, but I've seen that there's some cool Lego sets out there. There's some uh, some some other neat toy. Why, why? I'm a 52-year-old man, Regina. Why, why you guys are showing me Legos? Well, I know why you're showing me Legos, but... It's probably personalized to you based off of <laughs> some of your browsing history or purchase history in the past. Hey, there's nothing wrong. Legos are just a, a version of puzzles, really. So Absolutely. You know, it's another hobby that people are picking up. There have been some really strong Lego deals. In fact, that's one of the things where people set deal alerts on our site. And um, Lego is one of the top three deal alert terms that is set. So you're not the only one out there that's looking for those. Um, we've definitely seen some strong deals. That's one of those where if you're looking for a particular set, you might want to set that deal alert so that you get notified. The other ones for sort of the younger crowd, if you will. So LOL Surprise, which is a very popular series of toys. They have a clubhouse or it's actually, a, it's the clubhouse is the hot toy. And this year that's retailing at about $50. Macy's is going to have a 15% off all of the LOL wow. surprise during that Black Friday time period. So if your girls are into that, I mean, my, mine are not yet, but my nieces. So that's something that I'll probably be tapping into and as that, well. You don't see 15% off those often at all, is my understanding. Well, 15, one, five. No, so. that's what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure I clarified on that. Yeah, either way. <laughs> Have everybody <laughs> rushing for 50 and think I lied to them. Right. <laughs> uh, clothing. And I know we didn't talk about this at a time. Any good deals on clothes this year when it comes to uh, holiday shopping? Clothes have been performing surprisingly well. You know, most people are looking for a different style of clothing now that they're at home, more of that leisure wear or just comfort wear. So uh, the types of promotions are probably a little bit different. We're not seeing as much on those separates and whatnot, but pajamas for $20 at Macy's, that would normally be $50. A lot of site-wide offers, which will continue through into that Cyber Monday time period. So Madewell, for example, they've been having a 30% off um, their sale items, they I, typically have about 20 to 25 percent off during that Black Friday, um, Cyber Monday time period. And sometimes they'll add an additional code onto that. But you just want to be mindful. Normally, I would shop Cyber Monday more for those site-wide discounts, but a lot of products could sell out in your sizes. So if that 5% isn't worth it to wait um, and you're looking for something, then it's a good time to shop on Black Friday as well. One of my favorite pieces of our discussion from last year with some of the just weird stuff that you found out there. And I know I'm sure you've, cause you have a smile on your face. You have some weird stuff for me today too. Well, I have one weird one, interesting one. Um, not sure how many people will actually be tapping into this, but the there's a resort in the Maldives that was offering an unlimited stay. So you could book their hut for 365 days if you wanted to for 2021 at a retail price of 30,000. That's normally, if you were to do that, it'd be $180,000. So it's a deal in the sense that it's definitely off of their normal price. As some of our community members pointed out, you can only get a 30-day visa, so you'd have to be flying in and out, which doesn't necessarily help your bottom dollar, if you will. And also that obviously you're staying at a resort, so food, beverages, all of that access to sort of the daily amenities can get to be quite costly as well. But still, you just Amazon in a few snacks, you know, <laughs> and you go home once a month. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure, Regina, you bought two. Of course. Yeah. I, I'm bringing the whole family. <laughs> We're relocating for the work from home situation. There. You, you've seen those pictures though. That water is unbelievable. Like if I it could is. just go there once, I'd, I'm happy with a week. I don't know that I need forever. Well, there are other deals on the packages there as well. So you could take a look at that also. Yes. Anything else quirky, weird, fun? Uh, those are the big things. I mean, the, you know, there's other things I'm sure that will pop up as we kind of get into the season. That was one of the ones that really stood out. I think <laughs> Um, just as far as being mindful of, again, doing your research because not everything is going to be a deal that you're seeing. 
this is one of those years where it is unusual in every way, shape and form. And some of the things that normally in the past I would have said, you know, hold off on it, don't buy it. Black Friday might really have that value. I mean, one of the categories that we're seeing a lot of deals in too is that kind of linens, you know, bedding for your home. Oh, yeah. And in the past, we've always said hold off until January. Those Black Friday deals are not that strong. Now, January will have the white sales where if you're really looking to just get an option of everything, you might want to hold off. But there's been some really solid, you know, the um, entire hotel bedding collection from Macy's is going to be on sale. I actually picked up a bunch of duvets again for I, I happen to have this rental top of mind because we're just getting it up and running. But I bought a bunch of down alternative duvets for $20, which granted, there's a huge markup on them to begin with, but their you know retail price is $110. So they're not necessarily the highest quality but they're really solid, good options for people if they're just looking to kind of ramp up their home a little bit. Yeah, well, and I'm thinking too, like you said, for the rental house, I mean, having something that looks good and doesn't cost you a fortune is great. Right. You have to also anticipate the fact that people will probably, you know, things will get ruined over time. So you don't want to spend as much as you would on something that you might invest in for your own home. I heard a rumor, Regina, that there's a website where people might be able to find some of these deals often. And there's like this big community of people that kind of help each other shop for deals. Tell me there's such a site. I've actually been hearing about that, too, for about six and a half years now, and I get to talk about it. So it's so exciting. So Slick Deals is the largest deal sharing platform. Um, it's community driven. So it's folks just like you and me who are out there finding the very best deals at any given time. They post a deal. The rest of the community vets it based off of their historic knowledge. We have a lot of super savvy shoppers that are on the site. And then the best of the best deals surface to our front page. We have also, a lot of different tools that people can access. So we actually have a recently launched um, browser extension for Chrome, Firefox, and Edge. So if you're already shopping online and you've installed that, it takes the Slick Deals experience with you. Let's say you're on Macy's.com. Not only will it pre-populate those coupons for you and auto-apply them when you're ready to check out, but it will also show you the best deals that are trending on the Slick Deals site for Macy's. So if you you don't even need to go back and do that research if you're already shopping there. And then setting those deal alerts is a fantastic way to be notified if there's not something that's actively posted as a deal at the moment when you're shopping, you can always post a deal alert for a brand or a product and you'll be notified when something matching your criteria rises to the surface. I love the fact that it's community driven. I think that's that's fun. You see so many passionate people that are helping each other out to score deals and good for everybody. By the way, if you're walking the dog or you're on your morning walk or run, we've got you covered. We'll link to slick deals on our website at uh, stackingbenjamins.com. Regina, thanks for hanging out again. Happy Thanksgiving holiday. We're now Thank in you. the home stretch to Turkey. Yes, very exciting. And, and then the home stretch to that Black Friday and Cyber Monday and down into the holidays. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure you can't wait until it's all behind you, knowing what you do. I do. I, it is. It's a very busy time, but it's also very exciting for us. <laughs> hey, trivia fans, I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. And since Joe's mom always asks, here's what's going on in this little brain of mine. So why not focus on getting people presents that'll encourage the type of behavior that you want to see more of? For example, Joe has put me in charge of mowing the lawn. Well, th to be honest, I kind of hate it. And Joe's mom, she's always hounding me over because she says, just because we live right next to Arkansas doesn't mean it. Never mind. So here's where I win. We all know OG loves driving all kinds of stuff. Well, if I can score a riding lawnmower for the holidays, then OG is going to be, he's going to be chomping at the bit to mow that lawn every chance he gets. Yes, I probably am a genius. Oh, and there's more. But how about today's trivia first? Let's do an old favorite. Since this week's shows are all Black Friday themed, where does the term Black Friday come from? I'll be back faster than you can get in a brawl over the last doorbuster deal at Wally World. Well, do you own or rent your house? OG would like you to lease his house so he can afford more Black Friday stuff, don't you? No way. I don't want anybody in my house. Sure, you do. You get the spare bedroom. You can make yeah. it like $3,000 a month. That's my nap room. When no one's here, though, during the day, I can just sneak into the... 
It is right next door. It's kind of in the next next room next to my office. I kind of sneak in there and lay down. And that's a comfortable bed as well. Well, if you own or rent your home, you know that it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And if you pay your credit cards off in full every month like you should, you want something amazing, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. fellow basement dwellers it's your pal joe's mom's neighbor doug and i'm back okay you think my last idea was great how about this one so joe's mom makes some mean desserts but not nearly enough well what better way to encourage that behavior than with some new cake pans hint hint wink wink yeah you get me i've had that bun in the oven baking for the last 30 minutes yes 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 i know i'm a genius no <laughs> Really, stop, please. We love you, Doug. Okay, just a little bit more. But not really, stop all the cheering. Uh, Now that my holiday plans are set, let's get back to today's trivia. The question was, since this week's show is Black Friday themed, where does the term Black Friday come from? According to History.com, the first use of the term Black Friday had nothing to do with shopping at all. It referred to the gold market after Jay Gould and Jim Fisk tried to corner the gold market. As their plot unraveled in September 1869, it bankrupted many people around the country. Many people think this version of Black Friday refers to retailers finally being in the black. In fact, we've told that story here before, but History.com says that's also inaccurate. In fact, they point to the 1960s in Philadelphia when the city of brotherly love wasn't so brotherly. Tons of tourists crushed into the city, creating huge traffic and pedestrian jam. Retailers tried to change the name to Big Friday to get rid of the negative connotation, but the name stuck. Is this where Black Friday really originated? Who knows? But at least now, you got a story to tell on your next Zoom call. The more you know, am I right? Well, it's time to get back to my gifts. See ya! That's a version of Black Friday we haven't heard of before. I'm going to say it's wrong. I like my idea better. Well, that's the one that I'd always heard. The, like, sanctioned one. No, this is retailers going, nope, not at all. It's uh, Ugly Shopping Day which I think you and I can stand behind in a normal year. I don't want to be anywhere near a shopping mall on black Friday. Have you ever gone black Friday shopping? Nope. 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 I don't even get it. Like I don't like people that much. So being around them pre pandemic didn't excite me. Now it really doesn't excite me. So back in my TV station days, my favorite day. I mean, I like people. Let's just get. Yeah. I like my people. You just like a little space. Like the six foot distancing thing is cool by you. Small gatherings. I loved hanging out at the TV station in the morning because we'd watch the chopper at channel seven circle best buy in that line that wrapped all the way around the store. And I was thinking in Detroit, I was thinking you're crazy. Just why would somebody do that? And after I would get done around nine in the morning, I would go, but I'll tell you at nine in the morning, there's nobody there. All the doorbuster people are gone and the day-long shoppers haven't shown up yet because it's too early. And I go in there and get my kids and I a couple video games, you know. I get some things that are that are pretty cheap at the electronic store. But it was always empty, always around 9 a.m. Hard pass. And then by 9.30, I was home with donuts. Hey, let's throw out the Haven Lifeline, OG, and tackle some of life's most important questions. Our friends at Haven Life Insurance Agency, they put what you value first. Uh... 65 inch 4k TVs <laughs> and 
peppermint mocha latte. We're going to talk about the first of those on Wednesday. Bridget yeah. Carey coming by to talk about tech again. It's going to be fun. It actually says your loved ones in your time, but how much more fun are your loved ones when everybody's got the peppermint latte in their hand and you're watching your favorite show on TV together? Football. It's, yeah, exactly. It is fantastic. Why they've made buying quality term life insurance actually simple so you can get to all that stuff. Head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash Haven Life right now for your free quote. Their application is simple. It's online. You get an instant coverage decision. Prices are affordable. All policies issued by their parent company, Mass Mutual, which is more than 160 years old. I got a letter. Got a letter right here from our friend Greg. Greg says, what's your take on P2P lending? Since podcast 177R. Remember those, the, the, the short episodes we used to do? The episode 177R. Uh, which ones? That's where we talked about P2P lending a lot. It's been a lot of PP episodes lending. ago. What's PP lending? PP. I've got a PP lending. My kids used to say that. I got a PP lend to the toilet. No. Uh, P2P lending. Uh, which ones are good, he says. Saw that lending club turned into a bank. Thanks for that question, Greg. Uh, are you a fan of peer-to-peer uh, -peer lending, OG? No, not the least bit. <laughs> I mean, just look at our headline from before, right? I mean, if you want to go get 10% on your money, you can just put it in the market. You don't need to take that, that gigantic risk of being a micro lender. And there's plenty of people who are successful doing it. So it has nothing to do with whether or not I think it pays off. I just think that the vast majority of people aren't successful because the risk return isn't there. I mean, think of it this way. The largest, most capitalized banks in the world, the largest lending institutions in the world, Citibanks and Chases and American Expresses, have developed a system to say, here's how much we can lend to OG based on all of these factors. And we put that into a number and we call it our FICO score and then everybody uses that, right? And then you've got this third party organization, this peer-to-peer -peer lending. They also follow a similar score, but your credit card charges you 30% if you're terrible credit, right? Like 29, 30%. But I, the most I've seen on lending club stuff or peer-to-peer -peer lending places is like 12 or 14 you know, for the, for kind of the lowest tier loans yeah, that they, it doesn't seem like a good, that's not a good trade-off. There's like a really high chance of default if you're that low of a credit score. So from an investment standpoint, I think it's a terrible place to put your money from a standpoint of like, here's what I can do to help people out. I think there's way better places than trying to do it from a, how do I make money perspective? So if you're, if you're thinking about it, like, how do I make money? I think you just invest your money in the market if you're trying to get market returns and you have a lot less risk. If you're looking at it from perspective of like, well, I've got a thousand bucks and I think I can help my community out because there is a group of people who can't access capital. And you know, this is a way to do it. I think that there's other places to do it that are better like Kiva or something like that, where you can do these micro loans to, to entrepreneurs. Know, like developing companies yeah. and entrepreneurs. So, and so I would rather do that. So I don't think that this fits either of those things. But that's just kind of me personally. Yeah. Whenever I talk to anybody who's really good at P2P lending, and as you said, there are people out there that are, they have this long story about how they got good at it. It always is a long story. And I do this and I do this and I do this. And I always think to myself about what is the thing that you're talking about to put the, the technical term on it is the risk premium, right? How much more return are you getting for all of this risk you're taking and all this time you're putting into doing it? And the answer is you're not. It's usually not much. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting 10% on your lending club, you get 10% in the S and P and not even think about it. So with a lot less variability with a lot less like, well, uh, that guy didn't pay me back or that guy's three months late. Yeah. A lot less staying on top of it about spreadsheeting it about all of the different yeah. um, ways that you make it work. You can, to your point, OG, you can make it work. And we're not going to go into ones that ones that we like are better than others. That, that would be an endorsement, but still these companies and these individual loans get shaky enough that, uh, that we definitely don't want to, to pick and choose one of them. Yeah. Thanks for the question, though, Greg. Uh, we really appreciate it. You're right. We don't talk about P2P lending lately, so I'm glad you brought that to the table for us today. 
Uh, if you've got a question like Greg, you can send us a note. He just sent one along to Joe at stackybedjamins.com. You can also go to the website and there is a contact form there and you can ask questions that way. But if you want to get the Haven Life t-shirt, be brave and ask the question. Stackybedjamins.com forward slash voicemail. And uh, we will send out a shirt, by the way, very funny. Uh, and I don't think we're going to do this, but I want to acknowledge this. I got a message from Brandon this last week. Brandon, your note cracked me up. Brandon said, you guys should have a listener poll to vote on the best shirt size description from your show. You know, everybody calls in with their mm -hmm. shirt size description. Hey, I want to have, I want to, I want to get a small so I can flex and show everybody my guns or whatever it might be. Uh, Brandon says he liked the guy who wanted to cut the bottom off of a medium and sew it onto a small. Remember that one? Yeah, probably not, probably not going to do that, Brandon. But it made me laugh too. I'm glad you wrote into the, the suggestion box. Uh, good stuff there. OG's team is working on their wait list now for 2021. If you want to be one of the first people that they get in touch with in the new year about meeting with them about your financial plan, head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash OG, and you can reserve your place in line to talk to them about how his team can become your financial advisory team in 2021. All right. That's going to do it for today. Doug, you got it from here, my friend. What should we have learned today? So what should we have learned today? First, take a lesson from our headlines. Even though a CEO selling at big profits sounds sketchy, if they plan in advance and automatic triggers hit, there's nothing illegal going on. The big lesson for you, plan ahead to win. Second, take a lesson from Regina Conway. Per usual, there are a ton of deals this Black Friday. Don't break the budget, but use this time strategically to get gifts and things you've had your eye on. But the big takeaway? Back when I was a kid, you could buy a candy bar for less than a quarter. But now, even with these deals, it looks like you can't buy a riding lawnmower for less than a grand. What is that all about? And hey, you kids, get off my lawn! Oh my God, what have I become? It's happening! Special thanks to Regina Conway for joining Joe and OG today. Check out the awesome deals at slickdeals.net for all your shopping needs. We will also have a link on our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com. This show is created by Joe Salcihai, produced by Richie Rudder-Reese, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Online, visit us on Twitter at SBenjamin'sCast or on our Facebook page. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and I really thought doing these credits completely naked would have been a lot more fun than it actually was. SB Podcasts may receive payment on the show from sponsors and guests in the form of books, giveaway items, discounts, or other remunerations. That's a big word. There's no way you take advice from these dorks, but like Joe's mom always says, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. And before making any financial decisions, consult with a real financial advisor. We are in the after show. Don't talk about the after show. Please, 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 please. Uh, Joe, are you a Lego fan? I am generally too old for Legos. Uh, nobody's really too old for Legos. I just don't have time to play 
Legos, but, uh, yeah, Play Legos like, or build Legos. How can you not like Legos? You know what I always wanted to do when I was a kid, I wanted to build the Lego city and set out the entire Lego city. That was yeah. my goal. That never happened. A friend of mine I, did the entire star Wars thing. Yeah, um, my, my brother has them all. My brother is a huge Lego guy, not steak brother, another brother, huge Lego guy. In fact, for Christmas, he always knew that he was getting Lego. So we'd have to disguise them in different packaging and stuff like that. But anyways, a couple of a uh, week ago or so Lego just unveiled their largest set ever. Did you hear about this? No. The Coliseum. It's 9,000 pieces. It says fitting the biggest Lego set of all time is inspired by the largest amphitheater ever built featuring 9,036 bricks. Only the most diehard Lego fans appreciate the Roman Coliseum set, which incorporates a newly developed piece with patina to give it a more realistic appearance. Patina. What's patina? It's like a color. Oh, look at that. That is hard to tell on scale. Like, you know, like exactly how big that is. Uh, The number two piece is the millennium millennium Falcon. I've seen that one. So my friend who does this is a uh, pediatrician and he hung it. When you go into his office with your kids, the millennium Falcon is, is hanging over your head. It's, it's really neat. Well, check this out. So they have the Millennium Falcon, which is the number two in number of pieces, 7,541. Further down the list is another Millennium Falcon, which is the number six list. It's the ultimate collector's Millennium Falcon. They don't make this anymore. This one only has 5,197 only, pieces. What a rip. Only 5,000 pieces. So you have to check with your friend and see if he's got the collector's edition or if he's got the, reg- the, the, the newer one. If he has a collector's edition one at the time of this writing... This set would retail for how much? Uh, 3500 bucks. Yeah, on Amazon. You're about right. Really? Uh, yeah, I talked to my brother who's a big Lego collector, and I said, hey, don't you have this one? He goes, and he wrote me back. I said, hey, it's worth three grand. He goes, nope. Mine has the certificate of authenticity, so mine's worth 5000 Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? Better return than uh, Pfizer stock. That's one of those times when your kid gets into it, right? And you, you got this thing as a collector's item. You walk into the room, oh, yeah. slept in late, had a great morning going down to get some coffee. And your kids got that collector set all uh, spread out. And the certificate of authenticity, they decided to use crayon on and rewrite it. Yeah. Or like you're like my mom and goes, no one ever plays with these stupid G.I. Joes. I'm throwing them in the trash. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Other favorite uh, Legos include Harry Potter's Hogwarts Castle. If you're into that, the Taj Mahal and uh, Harry Potter Diagon Alley. I don't know what that is. I didn't watch Harry Potter. Star Destroyer, the Imperial Star Destroyer. That would be cool if you love Star Wars. 4,000 pieces. So lots of cool things here. The Tower Bridge from London. I think I think that would be cool. See, some of those architectural ones, if you go to the Lego store and, and, you know, they've got that big one in Disney, in Disney Springs there, right? I don't know uh, what you're talking about. You know, never been there. <laughs> never been to Disney Springs. In fact, you, you actually just, it, I think it was the longest period of time that I've heard you go without talking about Disney. But then you brought it up again at, uh, at lunch last Friday. You're like, the Boathouse is my favorite restaurant. Like, there it is. There's, there's a Disney reference right out the gate. But anyway, they've got the new architecture ones if you're into Legos. And so they've got like the, you know, Empire State Building and the Tower, you know, the, the London Tower thing, London Bridge. Uh, I don't have the patience for it. But the, those synapses don't fire in my brain. I, I just don't see, I don't see it. So I don't either. But when we were quarantining in Palm Springs, the people that own the Airbnb had some puzzles. And I usually don't like puzzles either. God, yeah. Cheryl started the puzzles though, dude. And I could not stop. I was just, she's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I'm just going to do a couple more because I don't know what it is. I was listening to Hugh Jackman talk to Tim Ferriss about puzzles and how much he likes puzzles. And I'm like, I just don't get it. So she brings out this puzzle. I'm like, well, I I just heard Hugh Jackman talking about how much he likes puzzles. So I'll try it out. Next thing you know, my head's down in it. I'm like, oh, I got to get this thing done. Really fun. No, thanks. Well, Stackers, the show might be over, but the celebrations are just beginning because it is 
Military Appreciation Month that I want to celebrate people like my brother-in-law, Eric, who is such a giving person. Eric will do just anything for you. And as a Marine, you can see that his time in the military taught him to be a guy who gives to his community, gives to his family, and is always there when you need them. This Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate members like Eric who go above and beyond. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Navy Federal's employees are part of the community they serve. Many of them are military family members, reservists, or veterans, and all branches of the military, veterans, DOD employees, and their families are eligible for Navy Federal membership. In fact, there are so many resources on the Navy Federal website, resources like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and you'll see all of their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.